Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good morning. 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 Good people. Woo! Monday, November 21st, 2022, y'all decide to wake y'all asses up with Ray G. And for that, I appreciate y'all being here going into your holiday weekend. I hope you all enjoy it. I hope you all enjoyed football Saturday, Sunday, Monday night football. We hustling over here, baby, with prize picks. Shout out to our partners, prize picks. Use that promo code Wake Up for 100% deposit match up to $100. I'm feeling it, Jay. Woke up, got me a workout in this morning, baby. I'm feeling good, Jay. I'm feeling good, baby. How you doing? Are you going to take credit for the reason why you woke up this morning? Because I heard a different story um, from yourself a little bit earlier. But happy to be here. Good morning to Yo, everybody. What, what I tell a you in private, you don't, you don't, you don't. <laughs> I, d- I didn't you say anything. You can't I tell the people I just, what I tell I you in private. Anything. What the hell, man? You just, you just. You just put my those business who, out there in the those, streets. Those who need to know, no. And that's all that matters. Everyone else, they can be left in the dark of what I said. I don't know what I said. Doesn't we matter. Had a great I got up and I looked out. It doesn't matter. You, I got up and I got did. it done. That's what matters. It you got did. done. And I got to give you some credit, Jay, because you got it done. You got it oh, done. Oh, I did? You got it oh. done, my friend. I got a, I had a special delivery to the house. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I did. A big box. The big yeah. box. You From paid Costco. the debt. You paid the From debt. Costco. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna see if we could. Uh, let's get the sounder off. Jay Rich paid his top on bet, baby. This is like this shit is like literally like it's got to be at least like twenty five pounds worth of uh, Topo Chico. But you paid your bet, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you paying that bet and sending that. I wasn't sure if you got it. Yeah, man. Came in yesterday. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Paid his debt. Yeah. Sh- shout out Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Let's see who we got in the building this morning, man. Who we got in the building this morning? Uh, Dynasty Barry, Jay Peters, Fizzle, what's up, baby? Roro, Marlon, Big Shot, Jay Peters, Adam in the building. Shout out for D Chess, Lindsey Mack. Let's get it, Lindsey Mack. Let's get it, my girl, Lindsey Mack in the building. Ty, got a lot of folks in here, man. Um, nah, nah, go rings. It was a full fucking workout this morning, man. Full, full fledged workout. Not even, uh, not even just cardio. Full fledged workout. But, uh, Anyway, Jay, we got a lot to get to, man. We um we got a show today. We got to recap the games from last night. Talk about our biggest takeaways. You got some news. We got a bunch of injuries and shit like that. Yeah. So let's go ahead and get to it, and then we'll get into uh, get into everything, man. Let's go. The biggest news in the world of sports, covered and brought to you by one man. Jordan Richards. This is Straight Facts, presented by Michelle Adoro. All right, so as we mentioned, there is a lot of injuries to cover very briefly. Um, Obviously, there's still a lot to be said about what the status is of a lot of these players, but starting right at the top with last night, Mike Williams aggravated his ankle injury. He was not seen after the second quarter. On top of that, Kadarius Toney as well left with a hamstring injury, didn't return for the second half, not really sure what the diagnosis is for those guys as of yet. And then you had Matthew Stafford and Joe Mixon both leave with concussions. They play on Sunday, so their status is still up in the air to some degree, but we'll see what happens with those two guys. Samaj P. Ryan obviously had a phenomenal game scoring three touchdowns. Um, Vikings left tackle Christian Dorsa, he is not going to play on Thursday. He suffered a concussion late on late in the fourth quarter versus the Dallas Cowboys. So tough for those guys, man. I mean, they already got beat down 40 to three to lose their left tackle. That is definitely a problem. Uh, ESPN's Jordan Rannon reported that there's concern that Rondell Robinson potentially has a serious knee injury. Uh. Um, he's going to get further tests on that this morning. So we'll see the status of him. Justin Fields, shoulder. People are saying uh. potentially AC joint. You know, he's still running around like crazy. Kyle Pitts, there's fear of ACL, MCL. Uh. And our, our own resident, Dr. Jeff Mueller, said maybe even some PCL. 
We'll see what the problem is with Pitts. No one really knows as of yet. Jalen Warren, hamstring, Chase Edmonds, ankle injury. Injuries, 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 Ray. Continues to be the theme in this season. But, you know, what are you going to do, man? This is fantasy football. This is the game we play. You got to navigate these injuries. And the best we can do is just pray these guys are okay because there's some pretty important players on this list that we will need down the stretch. It's just unfortunate, man. It's been one of those seasons. Um, you know, and, and one of the biggest injuries that we didn't talk about as well, Jay, was uh, from the collegiate ranks. Hendon Hooker confirmed torn ACL, the uh, Heisman hopeful from Tennessee, potential first-round draft pick. He tore his ACL. Um, just very unfortunate, man. I, it really sucks for that young man. I believe this is Hooker's second ACL tear, second or third. I think it's his second yeah. ACL tear. At least his second, and, right? Um, just not good. Not good. Blake Corum got hurt in his game. He messed up his knee. That's mm-hmm. football. You know, that's the uh, that's the ultimate X factor. We can talk about, you know, this data point and the height and the weight and the speed. And ultimately, when you get, beside, you know, you get inside those white lines, man, that's the ultimate X factor in this game that we play. So I think the big the big takeaway is navigating some of these younger uh, player injuries. In fantasy, I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's it. Wandale's dead. This per it's not true. I mean, they're young players. They're probably done for the season. They'll rehab. Remember, long, 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 long time ago, Cooper Cup tore his ACL and all these like shit happens, man. This is the game. And fortunately for modern medicine today, players are able to return from injury, but it's really unfortunate to see those injuries kind of take place towards the end of the season, especially when you've got Younger ascending players, Clyde ankle sprain, you know, Mike Williams getting hurt again. Just just sucks. The Kyle Pitts injury can happen to anybody on any given play. And that's why we spend months and months and months talking about this stuff and planning for it. And ultimately, when uh, you know, when the when the kickoff is is made, everything goes out the window and you're just at the mercy of the football gods. So hopefully those guys can get back on the field uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, Kadarius, what happened to Tony? I watched. I felt like I watched every Dude. second of that game, <laughs> and I don't even know when he got hurt. Well, I must have went, went to I get some know. water. What happened? I didn't see it either. It's just out of nowhere. He kind of wasn't in the game, and then people were like, "Where is Kadarius Tony?" Yeah. And then he's walking. Then he's walking back to the through the tunnel, and you're like, "Oh, guess he's hurt." And then they report that he hurt his hamstring again. Obviously, was dealing with a lot of hamstring injuries in New York. And we're like, ah, his hamstrings are probably cured now that he's out of New York. And maybe that wasn't quite the case. And he hurt his hamstring again. So we saw a lot of Sky Moore. Obviously, we saw a ton of Travis Kelsey, a little bit of Justin Watson yeah. as well. But um, Isaiah Pacheco really stole the show for let's me. Just, nah, let's just start off with that Sunday night game and and talk about it. The Chiefs and the Chargers. I saw somebody in the chat. Did you see the uh, Blake Griffin, Justin Herbert comment? Did I you did, see that? I did, I did see did that see come that? across my timeline briefly. Did I, did, I, did, I tried to uh, block that out a little bit, but I did. I did see that. He played well. What's the problem, man? He I played well. I didn't, I didn't say anything. He always plays well. Always plays well. But we shit on Lamar Jackson. Ah, oh, playoff wins. Play. Herbert, none for him. Big games. He never seems to find a way to win those games. I'm not. He's. We're tantalized. Did, did, and we're, did we're, he we're lose all, the game, though? One, did he lose the game? Who, let like, me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That's a great question. Did he lose okay. the game? Let me ask you this. Who won that game last night? Mahomes won it. So Mahomes did, won did, it. Did, did did Herbert go win it? Did Herbert win it? He, he had 30 seconds. He couldn't win it. I'm not going to blame the guy because he couldn't win it with 30 seconds left. I'm not, 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 everybody, not, I'm not here not to everybody can do that. You brought this up. All I said is, did you see the you comment? You brought up the quote. I just, Don't tell me that I brought it up. I, the people. I'm just sharing what the people have said. I'm just putting, I just am a conduit. Of of, I'm just a yeah, messenger, Innocent right? Ray G over there, right? I did yeah. nothing. Just, he's he's a fantastic talent, but there's no doubt about it. The best court. Let me just ask you right now. Josh Allen. He's playing oh, kind of. Not he's good. Gotta, he's got to be hurt, man. Like, he can't be all the way 100%, can he? He's playing like he's not hurt, but. He's not playing well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's still running around. He's still making some good throws. And you're like, oh, maybe he's not that hurt. But then he's still iffy. And it's just, well, maybe he is hurt. It's like, do we want to give him an excuse if he's hurt? Or do we want to give him, you know, the pass? Or do we not? Because he's still Josh Allen. So, I don't know, man. He's You you want Mahomes at the end of the day. That's that's the question where you're going. You want Mahomes. He's just... How good is... Kelsey. Ray, Ray, question for you, though. Mahomes and Kelsey... Or Gronk and Brady. I knew you were going to go there. Well, you, I knew you, you were going to go there. there. You got to go there. I knew you were going to go there. Um, I, I'm still going to take... 
Like in their their, I think the connection I think the connection is is Mahomes and Kelsey. You could argue the greatness of both players and obviously Brady, but the connection between Mahomes and and Kelsey is pretty wild. It's 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 pretty wild. Almost like uh, you got to go Brady and Gronk. They did it for years and years. They won multiple Super Bowls together. Rob Gronkowski, currently the best tight end to ever do it in NFL history. But Travis Kelsey's right there. I saw he now has the most 100-yard games for a tight end in NFL history with 33. And he— Career high in in receiving touchdowns. Career high in receiving touchdowns. Through 11 weeks, he's got 11. Do you remember the conversation we had, Jay? The beginning of the season, we talked about Travis Kelsey— as offensive, I vividly remember really? we were talking about Travis that, no. Kelsey potentially. Is there a chance for him to win Offensive Player of the Year? And maybe we'll, we'll get into those superlatives later. But the, to the, your point and the question, I think flip a coin, man. I, I still think I, you got to lean Brady and Gronk. I don't want to be prisoner of the moment, but he's been doing it for since. Every year he's been in the NFL, Travis Kelsey, yeah. right? Every year. I think, now, I think Kelsey's going to go down as a better tight end than Gronk because Gronk, they're the same age, right? And Gronk's, he's not coming back. So while Gronk was probably more dominant in his time, the, that longevity of Kelsey may push him to be known as the greatest tight end of all time. And obviously having Mahomes helped him a lot. And even Alex Smith, when they were together, was pretty good too. So it's it'll be an interesting conversation kind of when it all comes down to it. Yeah, just they're both, they're both great. They're both... Gronk, Kelsey, Brady, Mahomes. Uh, but let's just start off with that baller of the week. It is Patrick freaking Mahomes. Uh, 329 yards, three touchdowns. You put MVP on this picture. Is he the MVP of the NFL, Jay? I, it's his to lose, right? At one point, it was Josh Allen's to lose. And mm-hmm. to be honest, he lost it. So now it's Mahomes. Yeah, he lost it. Um, it's probably not going to be Hurts. But nope. we'll see. You know, they almost lost to Indy, which that wasn't a great look for the Eagles. But Mahomes played phenomenally, won that game late. Herbert couldn't get it done. Again, you almost feel bad for Herbert a little bit. Two games now, they played the Chiefs. They played them really close, played them tight. Obviously, last game, Herbert was hurt. Now they're healthy. They have the weapons back. And still, Mahomes and Kelsey got it done in the late stages for them to win that game. But very, very tough to beat Mahomes. Has been every single game. But good for them to get the win. But the Chargers did play pretty well in that one. Can I ask you a question? Because a lot of times, especially in Dynasty um, and startup drafts, we we tier these prospects, right? We we tier these players. And for the most part, like the top quarterback tier is some combination of Mahomes, uh, Herbert, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. It, is it is it time for fantasy purposes to have Mahomes in a tier of his own? Or is he still... In a tier, and would you be just as happy with Justin Herbert? Would you be just as happy with Josh Allen? Would you be just as happy? I'll tell you right now, I I don't think I would be as happy with Lamar because you look like Demarcus Robinson, man. Like he has no, he got nobody. It's freaking D. It's Demarcus Robinson and Andrews. That's it. Like there's nobody yeah. else. He has no running game. He has no damn wide receivers. So I think you got to exclude Lamar Jackson. But when you're looking at I guess the top three, Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, is there a clear-cut one for you, or is it still like I'll be fine with either of the three? I mean, I would be happy with either of the three. I would, I think I would want Allen or Mahomes. I don't know if I would go as far as to put them in their own tier. But, yeah, I would I would definitely prefer um, Allen or Mahomes, and I think that Herbert would be my three. But, you know, we'll see. When it comes down to the end of the season, we may – be back in on Herbert to where he is that elite quarterback again. Um, I've talked about his playoff his playoff stretch for the fantasy playoffs, and that would be big for his value going into next season. But yeah, I think it's clearly and have I've been pretty pretty definitive on that for a few weeks now that it is really Mahomes and Allen that you really really want, and Herbert's definitely still up there. Um, I don't know what to do with Lamar though. Lamar Lamar scares me not because he's not playing well, but if the Baltimore Ravens won't put anyone around him when he doesn't Why have a don't- massive contract. <laughs> What are they going to do when he, if he does have a massive contract, right? And, you know, you think, well, you're investing a lot in this quarterback, so maybe you should invest in some other players to play around him, but they're not. It's, it's a very puzzling situation. And so I'm curious how he feels about the whole thing, because obviously he wants his money, but it's got to be frustrating being Lamar. Like, it just has to be, knowing that there's all these great quarterbacks in the league that have plenty of players around them to play with, and he's got nobody, and he's expected to do it all himself, and he's still leading the AFC North right now, which is insane. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he he's great. Yeah, I, I just 
you look around, we, we give the Bears organization so much shit around surrounding fields, and it's only yep. a year and a half into his full career, right? Or a little over a year and a half. But Lamar's been in Baltimore for how long? And Five years. You, sh- you ship away Hollywood. Uh, you don't you don't backfill behind Rashad Bateman, which we like Bateman, but they should have been having a, another plan for another receiver to step up to be there to pair with him, especially in a division that has Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Deshaun Watson, Amari Cooper, Nick Chubb, David Njoku, and you know Pittsburgh. They're they're rebuilding their team, but they still have Deontay. They got Johnson, players though. And they've got George Pickens and Najee, and then you look at Baltimore, and they're rolling out the corpse of Kenyon Drake. Demarcus Robinson, Mark Andrews, and they lucked up and found him because in that same draft class, they took Hayden Hurst. It just, it makes no sense to me. They're just like, you go do it yourself. You can figure it out. And it's uh, it's it's proven to be challenging for the Ravens, but they're still getting the job done. Uh, we talked about Kelsey's big game. So yes, of course, there's no doubt about it. We might as well uh, not bury the lead, Jay. Who is the uh, tight end baller of the week? It is, of course, Travis Kelsey. And I want to give a shout out to our boy Brandon, who had a ticket on Travis Kelsey to score three touchdowns, 25 to one. So Mm. shout out to Brandon. But yeah, six receptions, 115 yards, three touchdowns, obviously the game winner. Um, What what do you want me to say, man? Kelsey's just, he's so freaking good, man. I don't know what what else is there to say about Kelsey other than he is just so good. So good. No matter who's on him, Derwin James, Asante Samuel Jr., he's he's getting open, he's making plays, and that chemistry with Mahomes is just. Dynasty? I don't care how old is he tied in one. Is he t- who else tied in one in Dynasty? Trap since his second season in the NFL, Jay. I think it's his second season in the NFL. I he has not missed a game of football outside yeah. of games that Kansas City sat them because sat him because they had some, the end of the season, yeah. Right, because it was the end of the season. They had he is not Iron Man. Go look, go look up his Go look up his career stats. Years. How many? How many years has Kelsey been in the league? Uh, He's probably almost double digits, right? Since 2015, man. This dude has okay. played in every freaking game. They haven't sat him out due to having the division wrapped up or end of the season, and they didn't need to play him. You talk about just an Iron Man. Uh, however many straight seasons since 2015 of 100 plus targets, 70 plus receptions. This dude, I mean, he's going to go down. We keep talking about Gronk. Like, it's going to be interesting to see if Kelsey can play another three years at this level. He'll go down as the best tight end in NFL history. What he's doing is just incredible, man. It's in freaking incredible. Um, in that same game, our boy, we talked about him being the not so obvious, but sort of kind of obvious start of the week. Isaiah Pacheco had a big game running well. Last night, Jay, our boy Pacheco looked good. 15 for 107. Uh, just run so hard. Just run so hard. Every play looked really good. On the other side of the ball, Austin Eckler got us in the zone. So 19 for 83. He was actually running the ball. You don't see Eckler yeah. uh, as efficient on the ground as he was last night, but ran the ball well on the ground. Josh Palmer had a massive game with two touchdowns over 100 yards. And Keenan Allen back in the building. Keenan Allen. That hammy, he's back. Uh, DeAndre Carter didn't do anything. Uh, any big takeaways from the Chargers side of the ball? I think it's just how much Josh Palmer benefited from having Mike Williams early in the game, right, to draw coverage, and then Keenan Allen later in the game. It's almost as if they were decoys to some degree, and then as well, Keenan obviously almost had 100 yards and made some plays on his own, but Palmer did look great. You know, eight receptions for 106, and I think he got a lot of that early in the game, right? So, I mean, credit to him. He's been a guy that everyone had pegged for a long time as, you know, that third option, and it looks like he's going to be the guy going forward. And if Mike Williams missed any time, I have to imagine he's going to be a guy you want on your roster going oh, yeah. forward right because the, the playoff schedule for the chargers is really good like they do have some really good matchups to where a lot of these guys could have big games and i think the biggest thing that was encouraging was they did not just pass the ball they gave the ball to eckler he was four 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 4.4 a carry they ran more than the chiefs which i didn't expect to see but they got it done you know they think they played pretty well and they showed what this offense can be when all these guys are healthy and playing well and they just have to build on it now they didn't beat the chiefs but you know i think they're in a good spot they're five and five the division obviously isn't very good but they will need a couple of wins to to contend and kind of get a high seed in the afc but i think that five seed for them is attainable and i think that they can get that if they just kind of get going late half of the year 
Yep. Let's uh, let's stay in the AFC and let's stay in the AFC North and talk about a division game. The Bengals and the Steelers. Joe Burrow, he had a game as well. Did get picked off twice, but he threw four touchdowns. T. Higgins, monster day. I think he had close to 150 through the yep. air. He didn't score because Samaj P. Ryan uh, just got it all in the receiving game. Four catches, three touchdowns for Samaj P. Ryan. Joe Mixon left. Uh, with a concussion, unfortunately, uh, and Tyler Boyd didn't do much in that one. But Joe Burrow got it done versus the Steelers, who were really competitive in this matchup. T.J. Watt had an incredible interception. Uh, Najee Harris ran well on the ground. Remember, remember that panic on old Najee a couple of weeks ago, and all of a sudden he's just carrying the ball, scoring two touchdowns, doing well. George Pickens got in the end zone. He had a cheap shot later in that game, which was kind of whack. Uh, Pat Fryermuth, like, like, why would you do that, man? Like, just come on, bro. That's how, that's when I when, I, when hurt, I saw man. that, when I saw that, I was like, it's just George Pickens being George Pickens. Like, I don't. Heck, yeah, that's how people. What get else hurt, do I expect, man. honestly? That's how people get hurt. I'll tell you what, though. A lot of people are talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers, and if they're drafting high enough, do they take a quarterback? No, they don't. Kenny Pickett again. He's he's a young quarterback. I think he's. I, I'll tell you this, Jay. I'm watching Kenny Pickett. And I'm watching Mac Jones and Zach Wilson. I'm like, I'd rather have that Kenny Pickett guy right now than those two. And we'll get into that dog shit game here in a few minutes because it won't take long because none of them did anything. But I like Pickett, man. I think he's the type of player that have we not learned our lesson with giving up on young quarterbacks 11 games into their career, five games into their career, and calling them busts, saying that they're washed? If Justin Fields and Tua Tungvaloa have taught us nothing, it's be patient a little bit. So I like Kenny Pickett, and hopefully the Pittsburgh Steelers can continue to build around him because he does have some young weapons around him. Just got to solidify that offensive front, get that offense tailored to him a little better, and I think Pittsburgh will have a, a nice little quarterback on their hands. What's his upside? I don't know what it is, but I don't think he's the, their biggest problem. Not enough to blow a first-round pick on a quarterback in this class. Absolutely not. Maybe if they see next year – that he doesn't have it. Maybe they reevaluate that in the 2024 NFL draft class. But right now, rocking with Kenny Pickett, man. Uh, rocking with Kenny Pickett, even though they took an L. Three and seven for the Steelers and four, six and four for the Cincinnati Bengals. Jay, where do you want to go next? Wow, where do I want to go? Um, let's go to Detroit. Let's go to Detroit and New York because that game was not surprising to some for sure. But your boy, Danny Dimes, I believe it was QB3 on the week. Mm. Uh, 327 for 44, 341, one touchdown, two picks, but did get seven for 50 and a tub on the ground. But unfortunately for them, Jared Goff played well. Uh, Jamal Williams, three touchdowns. And everyone who's asking for DeAndre Swift apologies in the chat, please miss me on wait, that. Wait, wait, who's, who's asking for DeAndre Swift people, apologies? People are talking to me about DeAndre Swift when he had – Eight opportunities in this game. Eight. Yeah, y'all are wild. Like the, yeah, y'all he got are wild. A garbage time touchdown he at scored, the end. He scored a touchdown. He scored. Yeah, good Congratulations for him, to but, you, but yeah, come on, man. Yeah, like we're not doing yeah. this today. Yeah. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to the Lions, man. I didn't. The biggest thing with the Lions is I do think they have a good roster and a good team, but they don't play well on the road, and they dominated the Giants pretty much all game long. Um, and I just want to give them that credit, man. Amon Ra did his thing. The receivers were fine. They made timely plays. They obviously played great defense. They turned over Daniel Jones twice. You saw Aiden Hutchinson's pick, obviously. Great, great pick from him. Like It was looking like he when he picked off Rodgers. But just an overall great game from Detroit. They come back on Thursday. They're going to play the Bills, so they will have to build on this momentum. But where do you think the Giants go from here? We've seen the Giants and the Eagles up there for so long. Both teams kind of faltering now. The Giants are now 7-3. and three. The Eagles still remain, I believe, at 8-1 and one or 9-1, nine nine one, whatever the record is. 9-1 for Philly. Right? I, so still, I, I think so that- where do you think they go from here? The, the issue is they have no pass catchers, man. There's nobody that can win on the outside. Darius Slayton is fine, right? He's the best of what they have. They've lost Wondell Robinson. I don't think anything is confirmed, Jay, but everything that we Nothing read, yeah. it's not good for the knee. And he was having a breakout game, 9 for 113 fucking targets for Wondell Robinson. It was just like... I love these. I love these consolidated targets. Don't even play around with Galladay and all these other randos, right? Just load it up to to Slayton and, and Wandell. And if I told you those are your top two receivers going into the week, you're probably like, woof, that's not good. Oh, so no. Where does it go from here? Um, Slayton, Isaiah Hodgins, Slayton and Kenny Galladay. Richie James scored. 
Like, this is the worst wide receiver room in the NFL, and it's not even close. Name a wide receiver core that's worse than this one. There isn't one. This is pathetic. This is a bad, bad wide receiver room. And as you get later into the season, if you take away Saquon Barkley, there are just not enough guys to beat you on the outside. And it's not that... The, one of the interceptions Daniel Jones threw, I don't know how Aiden Hutchinson saw that. It was a great, like he dropped back in coverage. I didn't even see him. I'm like, damn, that's a good pick. You just got to tip your hat to the defense. But they don't have enough horses on the outside to do anything if they get behind. They just don't. They, they don't have the horses on the outside. The Giants need to invest heavily at the wide receiver position. I thought Jones played okay. He wasn't He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Uh, only took two sacks, Took threw two interceptions, but... Every damn quarterback throws picks in the league. I don't think he's the reason they lost it. Uh, they couldn't get a ground game going, and they don't have any receivers on the outside. So Detroit needs to be careful. Detroit needs to be careful. They're winning too much. They're going to keep winning and win themselves out of the Bryce Younger, C.J. Stroud sweepstakes. So if I were Lions fans, I'd be wanting them to reel it back in a little bit. They're now 4-6, and six, Jay. I don't know if the season ended today Ray, where they it's, would— It's okay. It's okay because they have the Rams pick still. So the Rams pick is 6th right now, but their pick is Ugh. 13th. So they maybe they trade both? Go up? I don't know. Let's get let's let's talk about the Rams because uh Matthew Oh no, Stafford, not the Rams. Let's that it's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Does Cup come back? That's the only question no, anybody they said cares he's out about. For the, they said he's out. They've already said it. They oh, said they ruled it the out finally? They said he's oh, out for the remainder of the season. He had surgery. Out for the remainder of the season. Um Allen Robinson, we talked about him on the show on Friday. Got you, you four for forty seven and a touchdown. If you started him, you were happy. Uh Tutu Atwell led the team in receiving on his one catch, uh, scored a big, long touchdown. Cam Akers, they are so desperate. They just said, fuck it, Akers, you just take all the work. Kyron Williams, 7 for 36. He looked okay in the game. Uh, But the Rams are done, Jay. This is it. This is a team that they're they're done. There's no chance for them to win that division from Super Bowl champs to not even in the playoffs. My question to you is, does Sean McVay come back next year? Call it now. Deshaun I don't think so. To the Rams I'm going to say no. I would retire, man. Why would you come back? Like, honestly, why would he co- Matt Stafford could retire. Sean McVay could retire. Like, I, who knows, man? I don't. You, you look and you look at even Stafford and Stafford is a guy who's had, you know, multiple back surgeries, he's had his own injury issues. Now he's dealing with some concussions. I'm just curious his willingness to come back to this team as well. Right. If Sean McVay decides to retire, I could see Stafford potentially thinking about retirement as well. Um, you know, if Amazon's going to give you 200 mil to retire, are you really going to say no if you're Sean McVay? I don't, I wouldn't do that, right? You know, Brady's already got his deal in the booth as well. So there's a and, lot of guys McVay, who are McVay's young fixed. enough to where he could retire at 30. Come back. He just makes, every time I think about him, I'm just like, what have I done wrong in life, man? This dude's 36, fucking Super Bowl coach. Just, I mean, he can retire for two years, come back, and he's still one of the youngest coaches in the NFL. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, Fizzle said the only thing worth watching in L.A. right now is snowfall. And even <laughs> snowfall, that last season of snowfall was rocky, Fizzle. You got to admit, when they had fucking lions and tigers in the backyard in Compton, California, I'm like, it's starting to get a little far-fetched here. So they better get it together. Uh, shout out to FX and snowfall. But uh, the Rams are done, man. This team is going nowhere fast. They don't have draft capital. Bobby Wagner looks old. Aaron Donald barely wanted to come back. It's unfortunate. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen, Jalen Ramsey Oof. talks so much shit and just gets beat every game. Every game. He just gets beat like a drum. Every, every beaten like a rug. Just every game. Just Chris Olave just ran right past him. Ran right past him. And then Ramsey wants to look at the ref and bitch after Juwan Johnson catches a touchdown yep. on him. I mean, come on, bro. Just just awful. Um, on the Saints side of the ball, Andy Dalton, your boy, you called for him to be benched. He threw two, three touchdowns. Uh, 84 QBR for Andy Dalton. Kamara, nothing again on the ground, but he did catch you four passes through the air. And Chris Olave saved the day with that big, long touchdown over uh, over whatever his name is, Jalen Ramsey. And I saw people picking up David Johnson. He did absolutely nothing for you. Uh, let's go. Let's go from one bad game to another bad game. The Jets and the Patriots, Jay. Oh no! Let's. T- <laughs> oh man. 
You know, my buddy actually texted me in the middle of this game, and he was like, I can't believe I've watched this entire football game. <laughs> and we're like, dude, what are you doing? Like, it's just three to ten. I mean, what was the combined passing yards between both quarterbacks? Wow, Mac threw for 250. Mac threw for I didn't 250. know that. Mac threw for, he dinked and dunked his way to 250, man. He dinked and dunked it in the wind. Oh, 250 God. for Mac Jones. He actually, Mac actually, outside of him getting sacked 32 times, he didn't look bad. Six. Well, 6, 32. 6 for 48. He got sacked same more than difference. Zach Wilson. Woof. Yeah. Zach, I don't know what they're doing. It's like ever since <laughs> Brees Hall left, they have no clue how to operate an offense. None. None. Well, is None. it them or is it Zach Wilson? You see a lot of clips coming out right now, but Zach Wilson overthrowing guys in the flats, throwing basically interceptions right in defenders' Jay, hands, and you're just like, listen, man, I'm are we out? out? Are I'm we wrong. Out? I'm not. I'm, I'm using the same logic and advice I said. I'm not out. We'll get, we'll, you, he's going to be a starter next year. I'll be patient. But he better show something early in the season next year. Very early. And um, listen, man, this is why I was never in. Jay, and I go back. The rece- I was never in on him as the yeah. number two overall pick. I thought it was blasphemous to even for his name to be considered over Justin Fields. I was just like, why would you do that? Why? You know, uh, he's out there running around. Look at the off-platform throws, the tools, the traits. Just wasn't that good. Not good enough to be the number two overall pick. Now they're kind of stuck with him. Like, nobody did anything from the receivers. Just an awful game. They have no running game. He doesn't know where to throw the ball. There's no confidence when he throws the ball. I don't know what the Jets are doing. They're wasting a great defense. They're true. And and all the Jets fans want to get upset. I get on Bleacher Report, man. I'll be on there. Shout out to Bleacher Report, 10 a.m. I'll be going live over there. They want to tell me I'm asinine for not having them in the top 10 teams in the NFL. And I'm like, look at the quarterback. You can't put that team as a top. You can't can't put that team with that quarterback as a top team. I don't care what the record is because when the big game – now, Zach Wilson historically has been awful versus New England, but – I don't know, man. It doesn't look good. The only real takeaway was Mac looked okay. Ramondre, the pass-catching weapon, and I have nothing else for you, Jay. I have nothing else. There's nothing else to talk about from that game. So let's go to Philly and Indy, where this was an inch, even though it was a low-scoring game, all the unders. I saw people all over the overs. Under, under, under fest. Uh, 17 to 16, Philly got it done late, and that's what you want to see for good teams. You want to see... Good teams blow out teams that they're supposed to blow out. And if they're in a tough battle, they find a way to win the game, right? Unlike Dallas versus Green Bay, they found a way to lose the game. Philly found a way to win the game. Devonta Smith led the way for the Eagles, 6 for 78. He's just a good, he's very good, Jay. Devonta yeah. Smith is just a very good professional wide receiver. That's all, that's just the best way to describe. Every time he gets hit, you're like, ah, just get up, get up, Smitty, get up. He's just so little, but he's a very good professional wide receiver. A.J. Brown had a fumble, but again, still, he's still very good. Jalen Hurts, we've been calling for it, Jay. Didn't I say last week, why are they not running him? Run him, run, run, run with Jalen Hurts. Finally, they did it. Uh, 16 for 86, one touchdown, and uh, did you see Nick Sirianni after the game standing up on the bench, fucking going crazy? I'm like, John with opposing fans. Sit down, <laughs> like, dude, man. What are you Sit doing? the fuck down. What are you doing, Nick Sirianni? Sit down. Uh, Matt Ryan on the other side of the ball, pedestrian day, as uh, Matt Ryan normally does. JT looked good, but this was uh, the upgrade to the interior part of the defensive line has helped Philadelphia. Linval Joseph, there were some plays. Brian Baldinger was was talking about it, how much he helped it solidify the interior of that defensive front. Michael Pittman Jr. had a solid day. Uh, JT did fumble one. It was a weird-looking play, but Philly got the job done. And I, I ask you this question Maybe you can look it up, Jay. I want to know the odds for Offensive Player of the Year. I legitimately okay, have thing. no clue who it is. I think there could be a chance we could see Travis Kelsey up there, and that might be a good bet for some people to take. Hurts, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Who's who's leading the way for Offensive Player of the Year? And Patrick, did they want to guess? Him? Did they rede- did the Cowboys? Rede- we'll get to the da- we'll get to Dallas in a minute, Patrick. I don't. I don't know. They got it done, but I don't know if they redeemed themselves from that loss. That was a bad loss. All right. What? 
That, I don't know. I'm not gonna. No, I'm, I am very critical. They of Dallas. won forty to three. Come on. And they also I'll be they critical also, of the Cowboys. They also when I, when blew I need a fourteen be, point lead in the fourth quarter to Green Bay. I don't want to hear it, man. They they ex they did what they needed to do, but they, they didn't redeem themselves from a bad loss. Not in my opinion. Who it is? Who is it? Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson. Uh, Kelsey isn't even well. He is on the list. He's down at twenty-two to one. If you did want to make that bet, but I think the problem is, is Tyreek is on pace still to break 2, the record, yards. right? Yeah. So that's really where things get tough. He's but Kelsey's below Lamar Jackson, Diggs, Henry, wow. Mahomes, Her, Hurts, no Jefferson Hill. Yeah, no love, no love. Yeah. All right, let's get to uh, let's go to Atlanta, man. Let's go to let's go to ATL and talk about the Bears. They lost again. Uh, they're three and eight on the season. The Falcons. Jay, I'm just gonna ask you, just gonna ask you, who's the starting quarterback for Atlanta next year? Oh, next season. Next season. I mean, uh, they kind of have to bring somebody in based on their record. Five and six isn't gonna get them a quarterback unless they take one in the second round. They're not getting a quarterback. They're year. not getting a quarterback. How is it? I think the question is, how is it not Marcus Mariota, the way they're playing? And it's kind of looking that way. He's playing his way to be good enough to win games, and the division isn't very good. It's not going to be any better next season. I mean, Ray, the crazy thing is, is that if Carolina gets a quarterback, are they good enough to win that division? My answer is no, no, no today. No, I wouldn't. No, not today. And I then say that. Brady retires. Maybe James Brady comes back. Brady ain't retiring. Brady ain't going. <laughs> all of a sudden, Brady the Falcons should be leading the division, right? Like, if all that stuff happens, the Falcons should be leading the division and probably winning it. So, but to your point, Mariota, good enough. I don't want to say good, but good enough. And that's that's Just, the biggest problem. And they keep winning. They, they've won. Yeah. They are winning themselves out of... Right now, there's three quarterbacks that are probably first-rounders. It's Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Will Levis. Levis. Isn't that something? (laughs) Will Levis goes out there and throws for 200 yards, and we do fucking backflips. Like, oh, man, there it is. He 200 200 yards, and we're going crazy over over that. Like, such a low threshold, low bar, low standards for for these quarterbacks coming in. It was Georgia. I think A. Rich threw for more on Georgia than he did. Yeah. I'm almost he positive he did, but neither here nor there. Uh, I think it's going to be Marcus Mariota unless they swing big and go get a Lamar Jackson, bring in a Jimmy Garoppolo. But the Falcons got it down. Cordell Patterson, kick return touchdown. Tied for the most. A lot of people thought it was Devin Hester, you know, like above everybody else by an astronomical amount. But Cordell Patterson tied the record for kickoff return touchdowns uh, most in NFL history. And hopefully he gets a chance to break that record, man. Um, Kyle Pitts, we talked about the knee injury. Drake London, uh, one catch, two yards, and a touchdown. Bro, uh, I, I I know people are disappointed. What do you want them? What do you want any of the pass catchers to do when Mariota throws the ball 20 times a game? completes 11 to 14 passes per what do you want them to do what do what do you want them to do what what are they supposed to do i don't know man i guess uh, he throws get the open. ball he throws the ball thir- 20 times a game and you just have to bake in at least five of them are going to be shit throws so you got 15 yeah. chances 15 chances for them to do anything it's just it's an offense that if he's the quarterback all the pass catchers are dead they're just they're just yeah. dead. They're not going to do. You cannot start London. You definitely aren't starting Pitts. You can't start any of them. You can't do anything. Throwing the ball twenty times a game and completing six to eleven passes per game. You see how it keeps going down. The completions key. It was just thirteen to fourteen. Six to eleven passes per game. You can't do anything, man. Um, I have nothing else to say about Atlanta, uh, Mariota. For fantasy, I mean, scored a rushing touchdown in the past. He was fine, you know. Thick the, the the low bar, Jay. I remember a day where we had Peyton Manning, Philip Rivers, <laughs> Drew Those Brees. Those days are over, man. Those days Dude, are like, over. Like, think about like real talk, man. Like there was a world where there were just three hundred yard passers all over the place every week. Three fifty, four eleven, two ninety five. Now you're just happy with like one fifty and one. If you can throw for 150 yards, one touchdown, and rush for 40 yards, I'm happy. What happened to the league? 
What well, happened? Right. I mean, I think I think that's what dynasty gamers aren't really factoring into this whole evaluation over the last few years is that you have, like you talked about, multiple Hall of Fame quarterbacks just retiring and they're just gone, right? And that doesn't even account for Brady, who could retire any day now, and Rodgers, who could retire any day now. And, you know, say what you want about Matt Ryan, but like he was good for a very long time as well. And so it's like... If all when all those guys are gone, we're replacing them with who exactly? We're replacing them with Jameis Winston's and Marcus Mariota's, Carson Wentz's. And you look at those draft classes, right? It was about a three-year span with like no real long-term answers at quarterback. And you see it now throughout the league as to how these guys are performing. Now we are getting some guys coming in that hopefully can fill some of those stop gaps. But when you don't have a plethora of franchise quarterbacks on rosters, you know, there's probably what? Seven, maybe we'd say are franchise like quarterbacks. True franchise, like true franchise quarterbacks, true. Yeah. Like we, we talk about the top seven all the time. And even Kyler Murray is like, he's got the contract, but I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback per se. He's paid like one, but he's not really performing. Who are the like fran- one, let's, so. let's have some fun. Who are the franchise okay. quarterbacks? Josh Allen. So you got to say Josh Allen. Uh huh. You got to say Mahomes. You uh-huh. got to say Herbert, probably. Okay. Burrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'd say Dak. Just based on his longevity, just based okay. on his longevity, okay. right? All he's been right. good for a long time. Dak, um, man, you can't say Russell Wilson, even though he's Absolutely got his contract. Absolutely not. No. So then you go to Tua. Not yet. Okay. So, here's a question: If you want to say Tua, you got to. Are you saying Lamar? Is yes. Lamar franchise? Yes. Okay. yes. So you're saying six. Lamar. Okay. You're giving it to Lamar. Jalen then, Hurts. Then you're probably giving it to Kyler. Hurts. If you're giving it to seven. Lamar, you got to give it to Kyler. Okay, that's eight. Lamar hurts Lamar Kyler. That's eight. Hurts, sure. He's not there yet, but he's right he's around there. there. He's right? there. He's close enough, right? But after he's... that, and, and I think you're still like Fields. Sure. Like you're gonna give Fields and Lawrence. Watson. Watson, yes. He he's got it, dude. 230 million. Uh, Ten. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Sure. He he doesn't deserve it, but sure. Right? It's like he, uh, Marlon said Stafford. No, Absolutely not anymore. Not, not anymore, no, right? Like, no, so we got no. we we got Absolutely a third of the league. Not. We got, we got a third 11. of the league who has their quarterback for the foreseeable future, and that's not great. That's not Wolf. great. Let's talk about Justin Fields, man. Another monster fantasy performance. Eighteen carries, eighty-five yards, one touchdown. He threw for uh, one hundred fifty-three yards, one touchdown, one interception, four sacks. So, <sighs> Jay. They're both can be true. We can appreciate how great Fields has been and yet be concerned long like they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna break him, man. You can't they're just he takes some of the most wicked quarterback like Lamar Jackson runs a lot. When's the yeah. last time you've seen him get hit? Like when does Lamar he doesn't really just take shots. He goes down now, yeah. Goes he's, down. He's gonna learn his lesson. He's in a the pocket, sure. they get him a couple of times if he gets sacked. Fields takes blows, man. They just look like a. If you're a boxing fan, they just look like body shots, man. You ever see somebody? The most I, I know a lot of people they watch, you know, boxing, MMA, and it's the headshots that people are like. Damn, look at that knockout he got. But if you've ever seen somebody get knocked out off a body shot, that's yeah, like what it looks like shot, when Fields is just... getting hit, man. He's just getting beat the hell up. Eighteen carries, sacked four times. You know, and and he was one of those cats that was taking shots like that at Ohio State. I mean, I vividly like the throw where he hit that moonshot to Chris Olave. Yeah, I mean, he had broken damn ribs probably before that because he was getting lit up in the middle of the field. I just, I, I want them to protect the young man a little bit more, right? And he doesn't get the same calls that Tom Brady does. There's multiple times he gets hit late more than any quarterback in the NFL and never gets a call. It's really yeah. reminiscent of Robert Griffin the third. When RG3 was running around and breaking the NFL and breaking fantasy, what ended up happening is he broke his body. Like he just couldn't with now Fields is a bigger quarterback than Robert Griffin the third. But man, he takes some shots, dude. He just he takes a lot of shots, man. And I just hope, I hope they figure out a way to kind of dial it back. Giving your quarterback damn near 20 rush attempts is just probably not a good way to operate, man. I don't. It's very scary, man. Very, very scary. Yeah, so I think the problem, too, is that it's it's Fields kind of making the plays and them running him a lot, which doesn't help. But then there's also the, well, he's still kind of holding the ball in the pocket a little long. He's still, you know, running around back there, and he's still taking hits that aren't accounted for in these numbers, right? Like you yeah. listed off four 
Jackson, 18 carries. That's around, you know, probably 20-ish hits. He's going to run out of bounds a couple times, slide a couple times, of course. But you're still talking about probably 15-plus hits on top of the time that he got smoked in the backfield trying to throw it out to the flat yeah. that ended up being a fumble. And however many more times those things kind of happen. And so it's still – it's it's a work in progress, right? The offense isn't very good. Players aren't getting open quick enough, which isn't helping the quick yeah. passing game to help him get the ball out of his hands. The offensive line is still struggling. I'm sure he's still dealing with those demons, right, of – I need to get yeah. the ball out quick. I need, can't trust my offensive line running a lot, but it's all going to come together for him, I hope, eventually. But this season seems like still a work in progress, and then hopefully coming into next season, they will be back and have a slightly better offensive plan for Fields, now seeing kind of the full complement of what he can do. And we didn't even mention, he missed Mooney on a 60-yard touchdown yeah. bomb. Like, he had him clean pocket. He just missed the throw. He, he just straight up missed the throw, overthrew him. Um, Would have would have been at least probably a 40 or 50-yard gain, if not a 60-plus-yard oh, touchdown. Was t- that was a TD. Um, he was wide open he was yeah. wide open that was right. a touchdown. So, yeah yeah Shit but outside happens. of that i mean played pretty well right it's, and I you just, saw he was clearly injured clearly yes, injured. he couldn't run they, they said right. there was a i was we were in the discord and i was like yo something's wrong with his leg like he couldn't run he yeah. couldn't run and then they kept calling and he was running in the run. pocket yeah he was he yeah. could not run they said it was cramps i just yeah. he's just getting beat up man i just uh, you just want chicago to protect him strategic running plays and not letting them get beat, not letting them get hit 25 times a game, man. Cause you're right. It's 18 rushes and then four sacks, but it doesn't account for the QB hits. It doesn't account for any of that. So I just really, really hope they protect him, man. Really, really do. Uh, this game was, I, 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 again, Jay, we're watching NFL is week 11 and we got to watch Davis Mills and Taylor Heineke. And the reality is, some of these cats are going to be playing again next year, man. You know, not yeah. Mills. He's awful. Davis Mills terrible. is terrible. Ter- if you if you read a mock and they've got damn Houston drafting Will Anderson at 101, fucking close your close your browser. Throw it away. Don't don't read anymore. They are drafting a quarterback, Stroud, Young, Lev. I don't give a damn. Just pick Doesn't somebody. Doesn't matter. Someone's He's yeah, someone's awful. going there. Uh, he is terrible. Uh, Damian Pierce did nothing. Ten, 10 carries for eight yards. They just said, you know what? Pierce isn't going to beat us. Davis Mills, we dare you. Uh, yeah. And uh, the, the Houston Texans fucked around and found out that Davis Mills is real, real bad. On the other side of that ball, Antonio Gibson. Jay, we talked about the prop video. And I'm in the still video, hurt over this. In the video, I said... Man, I, I probably should go with Antonio Gibson's rushing yards over Brian. Brian Robinson. <sighs> Dude. He's just. Uh, uh, he's, why did they give the, Gibson more carries than Robinson? Because B-Rob is the new. B-Rob is the new Jamal Williams. He's just going to be in the league forever. And he's just going to keep getting care. Just give, give give Gibson the ball. Just give it to him. Damn, man. Like, if if you're going to commit to Gibson, just do it. Right? Just do just it. Don't every, give Robinson 26 carries on Monday and then give him 15 carries the next fucking week. Just please. Just commit. Please be consistent. Commitment issues. He's the better running. It's so stupid because we know that Gibson's the better running back. But they continue to give it to Brian Robinson. And this week, they're like, oh, we'll give it to Antonio Gibson because he's the better running back. It's like, no shit, man. Like, just fucking make a decision. They don't care. They're going to keep – B-Rob is going to get 15 to 30 carries a week. Yeah, 15 to 30. (laughs) You just don't know what week it's going to be. But that's about it from the Washington side. Taylor Heineke wasn't very good in that one. Heineke was announced to start the rest of the season, right? Even with Lentz coming back? No, yes, yes. We're done with Carson Wentz. Nobody wants to see him play anymore. And he'll he'll end up being a starter next year. Watch. Some team, the Falcons fucking trade for him. Out of nowhere. Baltimore, Carolina, there's not a lot to talk about here. Baker Mayfield, awful. Deonta Foreman, awful. Terrace Marshall dropped the pass, but at least he led the way. DJ Moore said it. With Baker Mayfield back, can't start DJ Moore. Nothing from there. Mark Andrews, back from his shoulder and knee injuries. He looked good at 6 for 63. Demarcus Robinson, man. Shout out to Marcus Robinson. Uh, (laughs) 9 for 128. Uh, Nine targets led the way. Nothing on the ground. Lamar Jackson couldn't get anything going. But the Ravens found a way to win the game, and they're 7-3 and three in the division. And uh, this is going to be a tight race in the AFC North between uh, Cincy and Baltimore. When do they play again? I actually want to see when that game um, is. Uh, let's see if I can find it. 
Let's see. They play Ooh, last it's week it's of the, the last season. Last week of the season. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. That'll be interesting. That'd be interesting. They might they might have it locked up by then though. They got the fucking Jaguars, Broncos, Steelers. Well, if they Browns, can beat the, they gotta Steelers beat the Steelers again? and the Browns. If they beat the Steelers and the Browns because they already beat the Bengals earlier this season, I think that will lock it up. If they beat the Steelers and the Browns, they'll have the division locked up and they probably Do you even play see anybody. a loss on their schedule? Like, I see maybe one loss. There's no reason why they should lose to the Jaguars, the Broncos, the Steelers, the Browns. Like they could, but they in theory should win probably almost all those games. They should probably go six and one in that stretch, you know, and then maybe towards the end against the Bengals, they don't even have to play. I don't think they starters, would. No, well, that's right? what I'm saying. If they if they beat Pittsburgh and yeah. Cleveland, they will have the division wrapped up, and they won't have to play. They won't have to play. Yeah, they're looking at a, they're looking just, at a twelve and five, thirteen yeah. and four season, which I did not expect man, from when, when you look season. at the team that the Ravens have offensively. And they still like they're they're still right there every year. 12, 13, 14 wins. Pay Lamar Jackson. Pay the man his money. Please, man. Please. Um, all right, Jay. Nothing else from that one. Let's go. Let's stay. Let's talk about the Browns and the Bills. That game was crazy. Like the snow. Like I thought they were kind of playing when they were like six feet of snow. <laughs> Bro, I literally would have like I couldn't have made it. Like, I wouldn't have I'm sub six feet. I wouldn't have made it, Jay. I would have died. I'd have just been drowning in snow. Can't breathe. I don't know. I don't, I, I would have been done. People lifting up their garage and the damn snows. I would have been terrified. All over the top, yeah. I'd have been terrified. That would have broken the state of Texas. We had about that much snow, and it shut down the power grid for the entire state for days. <laughs> if we would have had six feet of snow, we would have been wiped out. Uh, it would have been close to like what happened to the dinosaurs in the state of Texas. That was wild to see that. We would all have been done. I'm 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 so glad that we don't get snow like that. Uh, but Josh Allen, not very good. Good enough. Good, good enough. enough. Good enough to get the win, right? Devin Singletary and James Cook. Man, looking looks fast, Jay. James Cook looks he fast. Look fast. Looks very yeah. fast. He looks very fast. Uh, Dawson Knox out of nowhere had 70 receiving yards. Amari Cooper would be nice if uh, Dallas had a receiver like Amari Cooper. Would be. Uh, would be fantastic. They got a fifth, they got a fifth rounder. They can get um Jalen Tolbert in uh, next season. Maybe Jalen Tolbert. Too, but no, you don't want that. No, it would be nice no. to have Amari Cooper. DPJ, man, I I think. Listen, wait, 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 wait. That's been your boy this year. I got nice. the receipts, Jay. Pre-draft, I'm like Donovan Peoples Jones is a player, man. Like this is a good dude. Just was poisoned by Jim Harbaugh, as all Michigan players are. But I really think. He's going to be the biggest beneficiary of Deshaun Watson. I really do. Like, Cooper's going to do his thing. Coop's going to be Coop. Njoku's going to be fine. It was good to see Njoku back. I didn't think he was going to return from yeah. the high ankle sprain that quickly. He didn't do much, but it was good to see him back on the field. But Donovan Peoples-Jones, like, that's what everyone's calling for David Bell and all these other randos. DPJ is going to be uh, a uh, huge uh. beneficiary. I'm loving what we're seeing out of Peoples-Jones. Nick Chubb couldn't do get anything going versus this Buffalo uh, Buffalo defense. And the Jacoby Brissett, question, does Jacoby Brissett earn a starting job somewhere in the NFL next year? No one's talking about him as a sleeper quarterback candidate. 324, three touchdowns, no picks versus this Buffalo defense. Does Jacoby Brissett start in the NFL somewhere next year? Um, That's tough because I think, it, I think he will get a job as another bridge quarterback. But I don't know if he's going to start necessarily. Like I could, I could see him going to Houston if they didn't have Davis Mills or they wanted to cut ties or something like that. But Davis Mills will probably be there as the backup going forward. But, you know, you talk about a few situations. It's, you know, does he maybe go and go to San Francisco because Jimmy Garoppolo goes somewhere else? Or does he go, you know, somewhere else? It's hard to say. I can't think of where the situ situation would be right now. Maybe Carolina potentially. But I think Houston would be a great spot for him. A team that wants to run the ball and they can run the play action game very well. They have a good running back there. Again, it probably won't come to fruition. But that's one that in my head, just kind of thinking about it, makes a lot of sense. You know, you talk about maybe Washington if they don't get a quarterback because they're still kind of trying to oh, figure it out. They love that Heineke. They love Heineke. Maybe, maybe he goes back to the Colts, potentially. Um, we know that they may be searching for a quarterback after this season, what they do. I'm not too sure. But there's the, the crazy thing for Bursette is he started off as like this third-string quarterback, ended up coming in when there was multiple injuries in 
for New England, played well, and has continually showed that he deserves to be a backup in the NFL. And he's one of the best ones, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. There's a couple backups that are pretty good. And I think that um, Tyler Huntley is one that hopefully we will see may potentially get a job as well. But I think Brissett will earn another kind of bridge quarterback job. And when you see guys like Mitch Trubisky and Sam Darnold, all these guys getting jobs, you look at what Brissett does, he really does deserve to be a bridge quarterback and kind of be that guy and mentor to a young rookie. But the problem is that we'll have a lot of first rounders and I don't really know where we go after that. Could he be a guy who goes to Atlanta? Maybe, but I don't see anyone replacing Marcus Mariota with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is a, uh... He's very good. He's a big boy. He looked like it. I was watching the game. I was like, man, he looks like a fucking tackle out there. He's huge. He's a massive, massive quarterback. But good game by Brissett. But unfortunately, the Browns fall to three and seven. And they are another week closer to Deshaun Watson. I saw he returned back to practice. So it'll be interesting to see how that offense operates when Watson comes in there. Is, is he back this week? Is he back week 12? I, I think is Watson he is. back? Is Watson back? No, next week. Not, next week. not this week. Next week. The Damn. week after. Okay. Sean in Watson Houston. coming back. So, oh, oh, buddy. In Houston? Oh, yeah. I forgot that narrative. They did that on that's why they did that they random twelve. Yeah. Yeah, they did it on purpose. And so he's gonna light up Houston. Man, he's gonna light them up. Woo! All right, Jay, let's go to my Las Vegas Raiders who got a dub and messed up the chances at the number one overall pick. Uh Josh Jacobs, they gave him the ball. He ran hard. He was talking his talk. Derek Carr, there's all kind of reports about Raiders potentially just cutting Carr so they don't have to pay him. Just getting out of the Derek yep. Carr situation. Not good in um, L.A. This was an equally awful game to watch. But we did have uh, the wide receiver baller of the week in this one. Game-winning touchdown. Devontae Adams, 7 for 141 in two touchdowns. All they do is throw to him. 13 targets, two touchdowns, seven receptions, 141 Devontae Adams still getting his, Jay. So far on the season, he's eighth in reception, fourth in yards, and second in touchdowns. So I know a lot of people are like, oh, man, the, you know, he should go back to Green Bay. He got paid, and he's still putting up the stats. So I'm sure he's pretty happy, despite the fact that the Raiders are awful this year. On the other side of the ball, w Russell Wilson. <laughs> all those prayers, they're still not helping. They're still they're not helping still, at all. Still not helping old Russ. All those prayers at, in, at the 50-yard line every game, they still don't help him throw the ball any better, don't help him run any better. They just – I don't know what to say. Melvin Gordon fumbling at the goal line. Yep. $240 million. $245 million. What do you do with Russ? Like, What do you do? Do you want him? At all? Uh, I think you got to hold them, right? We've talked about this in the Discord a lot. What do you do with Russ? Can you do you just sell for a first? Um, would you no sell Russ get, for a first? Nobody's giving. I'm just you saying, a first. if someone gave yes. you a first, would you sell? Okay, yes. you'd sell. I, I I think you have yes. to hold. But to your point, yeah, yes. you're going to get an offer of a second, a second and a third. It's like, well, you can't take that. But Kendall Hinton, Hinton did drop a touchdown. So I mean, if that would have definitely helped his case a little okay. bit, yeah. Russ, another week with no touchdowns. 245, 247 yards, 24 for 31, not bad, but definitely didn't win them the game and doesn't help when your defense, one of the best in the NFL, forgets about Devontae Adams, right? Yeah. In the back end. Russ oh said the God. Lord has nothing to do with Russ's play. I'm just, I, I don't think so either. I just, I'm just saying what he does before every game. I don't want him, man. I'm, I'm good on Russell Wilson. When you, when you hear a lot of his former teammates come out and, Bash just, him. There's it's not just even no like love. criticism. It's there's just like no love for him whatsoever. Him. No love they for him, him, man. No love for uh, <laughs> for Russell Wilson. The chat is wild. All right, final game. We saved the best for last. Let's talk about those Dallas Cowboys. Put foot in the Minnesota Vikings' ass, baby, on the road. Road win for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and uh, this, this game was um, led by the running back, Baller of the week. Talk about him, Jay. Running back baller of the week. TP. Tony Pollard, man. What a game wow. from Tony Pollard. Just when you thought Zeke may come in and take all of his touches, 15 carries for 80 yards and six receptions for 109 and two to lead the Dallas Cowboys in receiving. Ray, what do the Cowboys do with Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard now? I think they're doing the right thing. Let Zeke be the hammer. Now, they tried to give Tony Pollard... They gave him two goal line carries back-to-back, -back and he couldn't get it in there. And then, all right, get where's Zeke at? Bring Zeke in there, and Zeke rumbled his way into the end zone. But I think they're using him the right—this is what Dallas needs to do. 
Tony Pot, let Zeke wear the defense out. And if Zeke is going to get 15 carries and get goal line opportunities and can fall in the end zone, both can be very usable in fantasy. Let Tony Pollard gets the sexy yards, but if you watch that game, you talk to any Dallas Cowboy, scout, analyst, beat reporter, like Zeke was a big part of that. Like he's the hammer. He's the guy that grounds out, grinds out those tough yards, and then you put Tony Pollard in. He's the explosive weapon. You use him in the receiving game. He's ripping off long runs. Uh, Tony Pollard is awesome, and I think they're using both of these running backs the same way. Limiting, what did I say about Dak? You don't want Dak out there throwing the ball 45 times a game. Inefficient, 22 for 25, two touchdowns for Dak. Zero sacks, QBR of 93.3. This is the blueprint for Dallas, man. They got after Minnesota. I, I felt bad. For Kirk Cousins, man. He could not do any. It was like the second play of the game, and Micah Parsons hunted him down, sack, yeah. and I was like, it's going to be a long day for Kirk Cousins. That offensive line was abused. They could not, they couldn't do anything. He had no, they were snapping the ball, and Dallas defenders were in the backfield every freaking time. And, you know, the thing is, Minnesota's going to run through that division. They've already got like a massive lead. In the NFC North, they're going to win that division. But if they can't protect Kirk Cousins, they've got no shot. No shot. You know, Dalvin Cook ran well, but they just only 11 carries. They didn't have the ball enough. They didn't have the ball enough. They couldn't get anything going. Um, Justin Jefferson, a pedestrian day. What is it, the indoor-outdoor splits? That didn't come to fruition no, he's, this time. He's, yeah, he's inside. But, yeah, yeah they got inside. dominated yeah. by defensive line. Seven sacks, 50 yards, QBR of 14.9. You mentioned it. Kirk couldn't do anything. It's... You know, it's one of those things. People have been calling the Minnesota Vikings frauds for weeks, and then Dallas comes in and blows the doors off them. Everyone was wondering why Minnesota was was underdogs at home coming off a big win against Buffalo. Well, this is why, right? Like the, the Dallas Cowboys showed you why. And now both these teams have to turn around and play on Thursday, right? So that's another big piece of this here. Obviously, Cowboys play the Giants on Thursday, and then Minnesota plays New England, but they are at home on Thursday. So it'll be interesting to see what these teams do. We already know that Christian Dorsa will not be playing in that one. So another offensive lineman who will definitely not be playing for the Vikings up against a pretty solid New England Patriots pass rush. But they need to get figure something out because you can't be playing like this against any team, no matter how bad you think they are. You, they got to play much better than this on Thursday. And it'll be a quick turnaround, but we'll see what they do. Remember all those jokes about Trayvon Diggs giving up all those yards? Shut down this year. I mean, he's he's locked up. At, you don't even hear his name called. You And that's, that's the sign. Of, we're talking about Jalen Ramsey because he's getting burnt like Eli Apple. Every week, yeah. Ramsey's just getting burnt. Now, he makes some great plays. No one's saying that Ramsey's not a great player. But you don't even hear Diggs' name called because they just avoid him. He's shut down every receiver he's faced. He's playing like he's playing even better this year with less interceptions than he played last year. First team all-pro, book it, lock it. Trayvon Diggs is that dude. But, yeah, nothing from uh, – Nothing from the Vikings. Jalen Rager caught a pass. He caught one for 14. Did you know that? Woo! Did you I didn't know that? know that, no. Did you know this? they took this game off national television, in, I think, at, in the second half? <sighs> yeah. It was, it was terrible. I mean, it was fun <laughs> to watch. It was fun to watch. But they couldn't do it. They literally could not block Dallas. Yeah, so. they didn't score a point after the first quarter either. Shut out for the next three. Cowboys just dominated yeah. the whole game. What we got tonight? San Francisco versus Arizona. Uh, Mexico looks, City. Yeah, Mexico City, man. It looks like the uh, Cardinals are going to be without uh, no Hollywood Brown, and it looks like no Kyler Murray tonight. So we get to see Colt McCoy, and it's just going to be Hopkins, 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 Rondell, yeah. Rondell, Rondell. We'll see what happens with San Francisco and what they do offensively. Christian McCaffrey, Elijah Mitchell, Debo Samuel. Hopefully he can get involved. I feel like we haven't called his name in weeks, hopefully we can get Debo going. George Kittle, I saw you Big in the Discord. Kittle game. Sorry, I'm not going to bank on it. I saw you talking about like 41 and a half yards for Kittle. You can. Yeah. I just, I'm not going to touch it. I would never take an under that for Kittle. You wouldn't. I just no. wouldn't touch it. I just don't trust it. Garoppolo, uh, awful. He doesn't need to do much. As doesn't long as he much. doesn't throw touchdown passes, they win. There's a stat. They're 10 and 2 when he throws zero touchdown passes. So that's, maybe, that's true. that's, that's, maybe true. that's the formula for San Francisco. But it Dan's is. Dan's asking about a, Trey McBride. Do we care about Trey McBride? Because I don't personally. I'm not. Not really. Zero interest. Not tonight. Yeah. I got to. I got to. I got to. I, I, not really, honestly. Yep. Not really. Not really. It's not a great matchup either. Nope. 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 
All right, Jay. Anything else from the NFL that big takeaways from you for you from from this weekend of games? Any buys in Dynasty? We were kind of asking the 40 hmm. chess guys. Uh, Mike, shout out to Mike. He's talking about go buy some Ryan Tannehill. Go buy some Ryan Tannehill. We didn't talk about Tennessee um, mm-hmm. because they played on Thursday, but uh, in super flex leagues and dynasties, only cost you a third rounder. He's going to be a starter somewhere next year. So Ryan Tannehill. We got Scott's pod out, out today, right? Yep, Scott talking about RB roster construction. So a very important pod for everyone who likes roster construction, likes what Scott puts together. Um, He did a big pod on roster construction. I haven't listened to it yet, but he's he's going through his roster construction series. RBs, man, we talk about RBs all the time. They're the cornerstones of Dynasty. If you hammer out your RBs, you figure that situation out, you'll be very good at this whole Dynasty thing. But yeah, definitely check out Scott's pod on the running back. So it's going to be a good one for sure. Yeah, man, and shout-out to our partners, man. That coffee got us through the show. Got me up, yes. got me going. Michelle Adoro, go to michelleadorousa.com. Use the promo code WAKEUP. Get 15% off this good-ass coffee. Get you some of that, Jay. I saw you drinking it this morning. Also, little announcement, Jay. A lot of people have been wanting us to bring a segment back or a show back to the channel. So we are going to bring the Dynasty Trade Show back to the channel. I'm excited about that. So if you want your trades evaluated, discussed, ripped, praised, patreon.com forward slash all gas. Sign up for that all conference tier. The trade show is back this week. We will record that, put that out. We'll do some other little things for you. No wake up show on Wednesday. Enjoy your travel. Be safe during the holiday season. No wake up show on Friday. Uh, but we got a little trade show. We'll bring that to y'all and we'll do some other stuff. What are you, you doing anything fun, Jay? Doing anything fun? No, Thanksgiving was a month ago. So I'm just, I'm just enjoying my time off, I guess. Got you. Got you. I'm going to DC, man. So going to mom's nice. crib. So flying out Wednesday morning. But uh, there's the show. Trade show is back. All that other stuff. Uh, we appreciate y'all tapping in. Hit that thumbs up button on the way out. Check out all the dope content on the channel. We got Scott. We got Mike and Adam. We got Eugene and Ike. We got Troy and LQ. We got Jeff. We got Eric Vanek. We got a newsletter that's free. Link in the description. And uh, that's it, man. We'll see y'all back on Monday. We out of the same Peace. Thank y'all for watching The Wake Up Show with myself and Jay Rich. If you finished the show and you're still hanging around and have yet to hit the thumbs up button or subscribe to the channel, do that right now and turn them alerts on while you're at it. If you want more exclusive access to me, Jay Rich, the entire Destination Debbie team, patreon.com forward slash all gas gives you that access make sure you subscribe to the newsletter for free 99 content and if you want to get in on that action use the promo code wake up over on prize picks for a 100% deposit match up to $100 for first time users and a brand new show dropping on the mojo youtube channel myself and jay rich will be talking about these players and their value from a stock market perspective every single week this fall over on mojo it's all gas all the time. Love y'all. I'm out of this thing. Peace.